Hey everyone, I'm Alex, and welcome to The Roasted Mind, the show where we enjoy some coffee, have a conversation about self-help, personal interests, and growth, and express the thoughts that can be a bit harder to discuss. So, have a seat, grab a cup of coffee, let's talk. Good morning, everybody. Once again, happy Saturday. I am in Anaheim currently. Uh, I'm recording this on Friday as usual, and I'll be in Anaheim. We'll be going to Disneyland, so that'll be pretty cool. Um, I haven't been since February, uh, but that, I mean, come on. You got to go. You got to go at least once, twice a year, maybe, you know, especially since we live in Vegas. We're only really like four hours away, so we're going to be over there. It'll be a lot of fun, and I'll be sure to, to take some pictures, try out some coffee that's out there in Anaheim, uh, maybe some small shops that are out there, uh, give my recommendation, give some reviews, let you guys know what's up. Um, I also kind of wanted to try the cold brew. Uh, there's a cold brew with like chocolate pebbles that they sell somewhere in the park. I can't remember where my mind says that it's at the avengers area um maybe it's somewhere else i don't remember but uh, i'm gonna be trying that out and i'll i mean of course i'll shoot you guys the review <laughs> so today i want to talk about the french press i actually recently got a french press uh, across from my place there's a tj maxx combined with a home goods and in the home goods section i saw a french press there for a decent amount of price looked like a good quality um and I know in terms of quote-unquote like equipment, French press doesn't necessarily need to be the most expensive, doesn't necessarily need to be the most advanced or the most flaring, have the most features because it's, it's just a filter that you push down the coffee grounds over hot water. So I bought one, I believe it was only like 16 bucks, so they're, they're incredibly, incredibly accessible. And I've absolutely been loving it. I can't even tell you how many times I've made French press coffee since I bought in this thing. Uh, I think I bought it like two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. And I've definitely made it for about half of the amount of time that I've had it. So it's it's really good. I think, in person, it really does bring out flavors of the coffee, whether it's my preferred um, pre-ground coffee, the Don Francisco Vanilla, or whether it's like... Uh, caramel notes of it, this dark matter coffees um a love supreme that i actually got handed over from chicago from a, a cousin of mine so of course thank you again if you're listening thank you for bringing that over to me because i i incredibly enjoy it whenever i can i will i will make that coffee because it is pretty good um you know, a little bit comparable to the Arabica uh, beans that I had had, or maybe the Bones coffee beans that I had. I do like the Dark Matter coffees, uh, a Love Supreme brand, and I definitely would like to try more from them. Uh, the good thing about the French press is that, like I said, it's cheap. It's nothing too expensive, but it's still as effective. I only paid 16 bucks for mine at a Home Goods, and it's a decent size. I can make about uh, two, three cups or amount for two, three people with this French press. And so the method goes for a French press, if you've never made one before, is that you pour 250 grams of water over 15 grams of coffee. It's a two to one ratio. So if you're going to use 30 grams of coffee, use 500 grams. Um, if you're going to use 45 grams, you're going to use, of course, 750 grams of water. And you stir it around in the hot water. You let it sit for about five minutes and you wait. You sit there and or you do whatever you need to do for those five minutes. You go get ready for work or you, you know, put on something on TV, whatever. Maybe it's a Sunday. You can enjoy your day. You sit there and you let it uh, sit for five minutes. And once the five minutes is up, you go back to it. 
and you remove the top layer of foam because there will be a top layer kind of of, of uh, like kind of carbonized foam that's on the top and you stir it again for five more minutes you let it sit and you go back to doing whatever you're going to do maybe you're in the middle of cooking maybe you're in the middle of getting uh, some bread needed or anything like that and you sit for five minutes and you come back to it and you you put the lid on and you push the filter down slowly slowly so none of the none of the coffee grounds goes up into the coffee you're going to be drinking and as soon as it reaches the bottom you don't push it all the way to the bottom you push it just a little bit above and then you can pour it and enjoy your incredibly flavorful coffee that i think honestly i think really immersion brewing is is one of my favorites and and you know the thing about this is it's not as incredibly or it's not incredibly time sensitive as most coffee methods are a lot of coffee methods will really kind of you know, you set it and forget it, or it's something that's not really longer than five minutes. Uh, a coffee brewer, like a Mr. Coffee or a Black & Decker, you set it and you forget it. Uh, drip coffee, like a Chemex or a V60 method, you manage it for no more than, I mean, five minutes. It's really quick. Or an espresso uh, espresso machine, if you have one of those, is seemingly somewhat instant. A lot of these methods don't really take up much of your time, but it is still time spent. And personally, I think the French press is one that requires a lot of time in order for you to be able to really enjoy the full flavors of your coffee. And so with time, in, in my personal experience, I feel like time i always have something to do no matter what amount of time occupies the space no matter what amount of of kind of rush that i'm in or what my day is going to be like i feel like if i'm just sitting there just killing time then i feel terrible i feel like it just screams at me hey you could be doing something else hey get up and you know go get ready for work go go start cooking something go do this go do that and i feel like with the amount of kind of like pressure that I have on time that time kind of builds up to me and tells me hey you need to be doing anything else besides just sitting here and waiting I feel like that can be incredibly stressful or rather it is incredibly stressful especially since I work the night shift and I'm making my coffee at around 5 p.m and around that time I also have to get my lunch ready and then I have to get ready for for work I have to shower or change and I need to get other stuff ready for work it can be incredibly stressful to just even sit there and be like, okay, let me get five, 10 minutes together to make this coffee in between the amount of things that I have to do. And so because of that, a lot of times, sometimes I'll just say, uh, eh, I'll stick with instant coffee or let me pop something in the Black & Decker real quick. And that way I can just boom, leave it, forget it, pour it up when I'm about to go. It's not rare that I do that because I don't really prefer uh, coffee machines like that, but it does happen. And that time can be loud. It can be very loud in what to do, in who to talk to, or even which expressions to make. In a world with a million things going on, you're one of them. And you also have a million things going on. So what do you do? Do you go and make dinner, breakfast? Do you sit there and talk to your significant other, to your friend who's there in the room? Do you even not even look their way and go brush your teeth or... Uh, you know, put some clothes on or whatever. What can you do? The the kind of unfortunate thing about time and kind of these timelines that we set up for ourselves is that they're always changing. Is that it's incredibly abstract and really, quote unquote, what I should be doing. And the more and more you feel like, well, I need to start doing this. I should be doing this. Why am I not using my time effectively? 
the more stressed out you get. And the more and more loud those screams become, the screams of time, the screams of, hey, I don't have enough of it. Hey, I'm stressed out. I'm, I just showered, but for some reason I'm sweating because I'm so worried about what I need to be doing here, what I should be doing there, and let alone my coffee is at six minutes. The maximum of time is five minutes, as I've described. The maximum of time that all of these uh, coffee enthusiasts online say is five minutes. So why am I sitting here and why am I doing all these things? And I'm going to be late. I'm going to be late on my coffee. I'm gonna, and because I'm late on my coffee, I'm going to be late to work. I have to stir it for another five minutes. Great. Now I have to go get ready even more longer. I'm going to be rushing on the street to get to work. I'm going to be stressed out by the time I get there. My coffee is going to be cold. It's going to be unenjoyable. I'm even going to forget about it. There's so much to fill in such the short amount of time. And I feel like this kind of sense of obligation because of that, because we don't have so much to it, adds adds an even thicker layer of stress for time. So what can you do? Or rather, what can I do? I feel like that this time can be so loud that it's screaming and yet no silence can overbear the obsessions of time. I feel as if there's not really much I can do because this is the path that I've set out for myself. I could have gotten ready earlier, but what was I doing? Wasting my time or using my time effectively in another way. Usually in my day-to-day, when I'm working three, four days a week, uh, as I mentioned, I've worked night shift, I will come home, I'll go to sleep around 9.30, 10, and I'll wake up maybe about 1.30, 2 p.m., and there's not really much time for me to do anything because I have to leave my apartment by 6.30 p.m. So that gives me a solid four hours of what do I need to do? What do I need to get done? Do I need to clean the apartment? Do I need to practice piano for a good hour? So that's already an hour chopped off. Do I even have time to afford making myself uh, lunch and watching TV, sitting down eating before I have to make my lunch for work? Which I guess the first meal would be brec- breakfast? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um So it's a lot of this kind of management that I have to do every day. But oftentimes I'm so tired because I only get about maybe four or five hours of sleep and it's not enough. And so when I'm working the nights, of course, I get so tired, I get drawn out. But that's because if I sleep any longer than that, I feel like, well, crap, I only have about two hours to do these things. I only have so long to get my day started or rather to finish out my day. Right. Isn't that bad? In, I mean, in my, in my scenario, isn't that really bad that the start of my day is also kind of the end of my day? And so I have no time to sit down and, and read a book. I have to read my book at work or, or progress in a video game because I just don't have time. I need to wait for my day off. My friends are always getting online and what am I doing? I'm managing my time. Practicing piano has lately become a priority for me. So anything else necessarily isn't going to happen. I would like to go on a run, two-mile two run, um, if I have the time. But like I said, piano comes first. Then I have to eat. And then I have to get ready for what I'm going to eat at work. Then make my coffee, then get ready for work. And if I have time in between all that, then I'll go out for a two-mile run. And I've been really trying to keep up with it. I really have been. But because time can be so short, because I don't necessarily have so much of it in a day, what do I do? I worry. I kind of panic. 
in my head internally i don't say anything when i stress or when i worry i kind of get stoic with it i don't say anything i just stare into space and i don't know if the people around me have noticed that i don't know if the people around me really understand what i'm going through when i don't say anything how stressful i can be because i feel like i'm minuscule in the amount of things that i want to do yet have no time to do it i love the french press and i think the amount of time that it takes to make this coffee is really what makes the french press shine is really what makes it not only so easy to make but also so popular to make um a lot of my friends that i know they have their own place and everything they own french presses and they love it I'm not sure if they follow the method that I've that I've described, but this is a method that's been described by, you know, coffee professionals and enthusiasts and everything online and, and all that crazy stuff. Um, James Hoffman and, and the coffee bros and, and everything out there, you know. But I think sometimes that amount of time can be killer. You know, sometimes I want a really good cup of coffee, but I just don't I just can't manage it. I just need to do other things. Maybe maybe what I need to do is prioritize more. Maybe instead of coming home and, you know, staying up until 9, 30, 10, I can go to sleep right away, wake up at earlier and get more done. Or maybe I can manage more on what I have to do as in maybe meal prep, right? On my day off, that way I have time to do other things. Go on that run and just quickly eat or, you know, have something packed already so I'm not wasting time cooking for, for work. Maybe I need to get rid of things altogether. Instead of addition, maybe I should stop putting such a high priority on kind of finishing this video game. Or maybe I should stop putting such a high priority on making that two-mile run. Or even making a cup of coffee. There's a million ways that I can get caffeinated, yet for some reason I'm sitting here wasting my time stressing out over a French press. Over a $16 machine that seemingly pumps out a good cup of coffee. You see how kind of multi-layered and faceted this discussion on time can be. On a very, very, very early episode of the show, uh, I can I can't even describe to you which one it is. I think it's the dark roast or the black coffee episode but i talk about this i talk about how i stress with time and how i feel like there's not enough of it and how as i continue to go on my day-to-day i feel like the amount of time wasted is akin to currency and i feel like at times i'm in the negative i feel like at times there's not really any way for me to get it back you know unfortunately this is a currency that once you spend it that's it there's no time travel there's no wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. It's just a straight line of point A to point B with no point of return. It sounds really grim to kind of say and really kind of describe it, but it's a little bit true. You know, I can't remake this decision. I can't go back and tell myself, hey, don't say this thing or, hey, don't go to this thing instead do this or hey manage your time only do this for 45 minutes instead of the two hours you're going to take because you're going to miss this or that or anything you can't go back and say that you can't go back and tell yourself that you want to change the only thing that you can really do is progress and make these changes for tomorrow for the point b to your point a 
You know, maybe instead of worrying so much about a French press, I can just give Black & Decker more chance. Set it and forget it. Put a mocha pot on the stove and just let it go on low heat. And when it's done, it's done. I don't have to come back to it. I don't have to manage it. Drip coffee can be a little more hard because you do have to be there for it. Um, it, it because you, you brew it in spans of like 45 to 60 seconds each. So you, you have to be there for it. And it's not a long time. But it's not really a coffee that I want to make to work. It's not really a coffee I think is deserving of putting in a thermos to take to work. This is a coffee that it's best drinking right then and there in a nice good, nice good glass. Nice good coffee mug. Man, I hate time. <laughs> time is one of the worst things uh, about being kind of human. You know, time is, is really one of the most unfortunate things because you can't control it. You can't manage it. And so, is it, I mean, I'm getting kind of off topic here, right? But is this, is a, is this a discussion on uh, human nature? Is it something so stressful because we can't control it? Or is it really something that's so stressful because we have no, not enough of it, and yet we have so much of everything else in the world to do? And I'm not talking about, you know, physical resources, and I'm not talking about this and that. I'm talking about really mental capacity. You only have so much of it, yet it continues to grow and grow. Or maybe not grow and grow in capacity, but some people just seem to get fuller and fuller. And it goes back to this term of, well, at least you can get help with that. You know, at least you can get help with certain, with these physical limitations, with these mental capacity limitations. Yet, there is no help with time. There is no help with, crap, I only have five minutes, I need to go do this, do that, you know, get my socks on, get my pants on, then boom, I'm back to it. Back to managing my coffee, removing the foam, giving it a stir, then boom, I'm back to it, brushing my teeth, and two minutes to brush my teeth, and I gotta comb my hair, and then it's already been five minutes, so then boom, I'm back to the coffee, then I have to pour it down slowly, pour it on my cup, pour it on my thermos, and by the time I have to go finish what I'm doing before that, if I come back, my coffee's cold, or it's colder. Maybe I like it hot, maybe, maybe I do like it colder, maybe that's fine, maybe that's alright. But by the time you get there, you're uncomfortable. You're sweaty. You don't really enjoy where you're at in the moment. And you want to sit down and relax, but you're fidgeting because you're not comfortable. Time is such a finicky and unfortunately uncomfortable topic because, well, what can I say that hasn't already been said? What advice can I give myself that you haven't already heard, that you haven't already told yourself? I mean, besides the amount of change that I'm willing to do, how can I manage it better? How can I stop being stressed out so much over something I have no control of? And maybe that's my real lesson here. Maybe my lesson should be to stop stressing about things I can't control. And time is just a subtopic. Maybe time right now is a metaphor for other things that I can't control. Traffic. Um, dishwasher times, temperature, weather outside, you know. I think that's very interesting to think about. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm getting off topic here because as I talk, I'm starting to kind of really talk to myself, kind of tell myself, hey, stop stressing out. Hey, things are going to be okay. Make that French press if you want to and manage everything else other than that. 
I think what's more important than getting ready, getting your hair perfect and, and making sure you smell good and look good is having a cup of coffee that you genuinely enjoy. I think that sounds nice. So thank you again, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Roasted Mind. Um, again, I apologize for kind of getting uh, sidetracked out there. But like I said, I want these episodes to be more genuine and not really follow so much of a script. What you're listening is my conscious flow of, of thoughts and what I think about. And I think it's very important to understand that what I say is how I feel. I'm not putting up a front. I'm not writing these things to get views. But this is me. So thank you again, everybody, and I appreciate it for listening. All right. (laughs) Bye.